Jeff Bezos and and Elon Musk, mm-hmm. that level of douchebag, having to like have them Being that presence, and then just having them tell you you're a genius. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man. <laughs> what kind of validation is that? Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza, and today my guest is Josh Vasquez. Where are you from? You grew up over here. How, I did, How yeah. did you get into art? Like, are you part of the, the, the group of kids out here that went to Ola? Yes. Do you, do you teach at Ola? No. Okay. But you, Hearts of Los Angeles? Heart of Los Angeles, yeah. So I went there when I was, so I grew up, I was born and raised here. I grew up in Pico Union. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into art, just, you know, being a kid, doing art stuff. Um... But I went to Ola in high school for a little bit. Also went to art division a little bit after high school. So I was a little older, um, which is w- where Emmanuel went and a lot of other folk went. So Oh, uh, so that, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So then how did you decide you were into art, what, art making and whatnot? You, are you a painter? What, what is your main, uh, or do you draw? What, what is your main? Yeah, I went to school for painting um, after, yeah, I went to Cal State Long Beach for painting. Okay. And then I got my degree in in the program. It's a very technical program. So, um a lot of oil painting, a lot of drawing from the figure, painting from the figure. Uh I took a lot of sculpture classes. Uh I I basically divided my last 2 years at Cal State Long Beach between sculpture and painting, mm-hmm. which is a little bit different than most painters at that time go in there where they mostly focused on their painting practice and okay. like that. So, so I would consider myself a, a painter, but mostly an artist who does, who's, who's like branches out to other mediums. Uh, cool, man. So, um, so then like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm like so fucking rusty <laughs> on this shit. It's all right. Do man. you, this do is... you, you got a topic or it's a specific that you want to talk about or like what, what you, what do you, what are you into, man? Like, how did you grow up? Like, what, what, what are your, were you like a skater kid? Were you, you know? I wasn't, I was, I kind of dabbled in everything. I was, I was very much like a, like a, like a drifter, mm-hmm. drifter type. I would just hang out with a bunch of people and see what they're about and just kind of get, not like get information, but just kind of like see what everything's about kind of thing. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I went to Belmont High School, uh, which is in downtown Los Angeles, and then, Emmanuel and I went to the same middle school. I think we were in the same, at the same time, mm-hmm. but he was a different track. So we were. Wait, so your middle school has tracks? Yeah. Like, where, well, where it they, used to. I think because magnet it, program? What's that? Is it like a magnet program thing? No, it was. it's a public school, but because a lot of these schools at that time were overpopulated, basically. It was just like jam. It was like 30 students to a teacher. It was something ridiculous. Whoa. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. So I think, I actually don't know where he went to elementary but he went to Berendo. I went to Berendo. Uh, same time, but different track kind of thing. I think he might have... Actually, I don't want to... Yeah, but different but track mean just... It mean, just means we... we you we were o- different... You <clears throat> never, never had the same classes together? Correct, correct. So we had... we had. It was also like different times of year. So it's like we might have started in August and ended earlier and they came in like halfway and then ended earlier what kind of crazy shit is la up yeah, to, well bro? it's just i don't they don't do that anymore because there's more schools now so, okay yeah yeah so back then it was just like we're trying to get as many students as we can because you can't put them anywhere it was like the the beginning of charter schools charter schools existed but now because i guess they were getting more funding that more charter schools existed it's the same thing by the time i graduated middle school they were like 
two or three new high schools that were just newly built. And so um, when I went to high school, there was like somewhere like 5,500 students at, to that school. Whoa. And by the time I graduated, it was closer to like 1,500. Yeah, so yeah. it had dr- dramatically. And even between the 1,500, it was different, like slightly different programs. So it was down to 500 students, that kind of thing. So, yeah, so I grew up here. Uh, we we grew up in the same neighborhood, sort of. He was more like Westlake, uh, which is a little bit more west. I'm a little bit like it's all kind of like Westlake. So you guys have been homies, homies since like no. We, well, we all kind of like ran in the same circle. We, we like overlap friends, like a lot of artist friends, like mm. kids doing art, and we all like just were around the same circles, kind of thing. But, but so, I didn't but meet you, him until. But you were an art kid, like from the beginning. No, no, I was like. M- I was just kind of running around, like trying to figure myself out like everybody else, you know then, what I mean? Then when did that happen? So I went to, <clears throat> when I was graduating high school, I ended up applying for college. I didn't think I was going to go to college. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I wasn't planning on it. What were you thinking, like a trade school? Yeah, or trade school. And I don't know, just try to figure out from there. But uh, I had a teacher who like literally sat me down and said, yeah, you're filling out this application. You're doing all this, and he was just like a hundred percent. Like, he did that for so many students, wow. and I was like, "Dude, you're not getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> you're not properly compensated for this." But he he was he was really looking out for a lot of students. Yeah, yeah. And because of him, I got into Cal State Long Beach. And because I didn't think I was going to go to college, uh, I just straight up applied for art school, mm-hmm. and said, "I'm like, all right, let me just give it a shot," not thinking I was going to get in. So then I got in. And I was totally, like, not prepared for college life at all. In what sense? <laughs> I was just not academically uh, uh, just Inclined? prepared. Okay. No, just, like, I was, I was, like, I was the type of kid that would go to class, understand the material. I would never do the work. I would rely on a lot of the testing, mm-hmm. right, to get me through. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. I did. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, doing yeah. pretty well on the test, but I just don't uh-huh. want to do the work. So when I got to college, I was... Like, oh, I actually have to do the work. Like, I have to show up. Yeah. And it's, it was just a lot. And I was commuting. I was doing, I was taking the train. I was, like, I was on my bicycle, like, just riding my bike to school every day, taking the train, just doing all that. So, wait, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I am 31. I just turned 31. 31. So, you're, like, a decade and change younger than me. I'm just trying to figure out. So, then you were, like, the 90s were your middle school years, right? Like you weren't in high school until until when two thousand through two thousand six two thousand six yeah, yeah 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 I'm trying to think of like what my perception of L A was at in two thousand six because I well, when did you t- come here because you I got came here from two thousand eight right? oh, okay. no two thousand yeah two thousand eight uh, and and so like when I got here it was it was a, an adjustment because it's like the West Coast and I'm I'm from the East Coast on right. it, Miami like the ocean was on the other side of the road so but like but it's interesting I mean. Like, I didn't, it's just not, uh, like, L.A. Uh, is not something that is on people's radar, really. In what way? Like, I, in the way that it is now, where, like, the politics of, like, uh-huh. you know, all these cities that are failing, all these, quote-unquote, liberal cities that are failing, but they're, like, straight-up right-wing cities, <laughs> even though they're in, like, democratic states. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I, was, I just wasn't, I was, that would never cross my mind at that time, right? So it's like, yeah, that's yeah. who you're just who you're trying to, like all right, this is what it was then. Like that. Yeah, I think it might have been more fun back then. You know, early 2000s, I think we were still naive. We were coming out of the millennium. Although, uh, 
9-11 had happened. I was just so, going to say yeah. 9 <laughs> <laughs> That's such a dividing line of it all is. the hope of like pre-millennium. It's pre-9-11, post-9-11, pre-COVID, so post-COVID. You, you were born in 92. 92. Oh, man. I moved to the U.S. in 92. It was post what? Uh, it was, I was born like four months after the riots in L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So. So, so then, which is another marker. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's like a crazy... That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out like where you fit into that because I was aware of that shit. Right. But like in the 2000s, it just seems like LA got chill or like the news was like... Because I'm from Florida, so yeah. like, we are always catch a bad rep, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's non Florida man. Yeah, yeah. And Florida I am... Uh, yeah, yeah. And like... And I identify with that because I know what the wor- that world is like, you know? Like yeah. I know how crazy people... Like I know what makes people crazy is the fucking humidity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The heat will get you, man. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty nice out here. It's like best of the best, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so then, like, uh, what you so you, you you weren't like gang banging or anything like that. No, that didn't touch you. Not. That's the stereotype. I yeah, think. yeah, it is, it is. And I got, well, I, there's a lot of like, you pick up a lot of survival skills. Mm-hmm. I think you know, it's just like you you learn how to read people, right? You okay. learn how to read like graffiti. You learn how to read like. What is oh, it? How does the graffiti serve you? You just it's just the well, cultural it marks, thing. It marks the territory. Okay, so it's just like all right. Now I'm dealing with these people, and then once I cross this line, this imaginary line, which is the street, I'm dealing with these people. You okay, know? so, so it's, it's like, like what pyros and no, that's more south. The uh, the gangs that I dealt with, kind of grew up with, were a lot of MS, 18th Street, Playboys, all those guys. Oh, know. guys, I've never heard of. Yeah, well, they're all here. <laughs> the, their rep is like not. It, they need branding like uh, like the Bloods and the Crips. I think that's the media that does it, though. Well, it's like MS is pretty big, man. <laughs> oh, MS-13? Yeah, MS-13. Okay, yeah, all, right, yeah. all right. I thought because you said MS and then you said so another number, and I was like, oh, maybe there's yeah, like... He's just like, I don't know what Maybe MS now. is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It all blends into one. Like, we had gangs in Florida, but they were like, they, they're, they're not... I mean, like, I lived in Kendall, which was like the, the suburbs, and as I was growing older, like, that shit got bigger. Like, there were a lot right. of people coming. I'm sure there was some MS people there, too, but... I mean, I, like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was probably growing at that time. Um, they started in like the late '80s, early '90s. Okay. Yeah, and then it just kind of blew up. And where did it start? Do you know where? Yeah. Um, I would. What, what's? I don't know the neighborhood name, but it's basically like. It started uh, in LA, though. It it did, yeah, okay. yeah, and it's very. It's not too far from my high school, so like a lot of that back in the day. That high school housed so many gangs because it was, one, there weren't many high schools, right? Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of people would get bust in. So they're from different neighborhoods. But even in that, where the school was, there were like six different neighborhoods. Just one way and then six, another six, another yeah, yeah, yeah. way. And you're just like, you're putting them in a box. You know, <laughs> there's so many fights Yeah, yeah. all the time. People get mugged all the time. Like all the time. Just people getting beat on. Yeah, all yeah. the time i'm just like <laughs> my high school was like not uh not as violent but there were like it was more like jocks versus like goth and, like uh, and preppy kids yeah, 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 yeah. yeah i was like more like clicks <laughs> yeah yeah like no gangs it was like i mean you know there were those schools in miami like macarthur uh, macarthur and whatnot but yeah like there were then like when i first moved to miami i started going to a private school that was like for learning disabled kid mm-hmm. kids and that was like the most degenerate school that i had ever been to because like 
all the kids that had learning disabilities but didn't get them addressed were like uh, thug drug kids. Mm. And one of the kids from that school, like, who was the first person that smoked me out, we smoked in Epcot Center during uh, grad night or like during one of those things. I don't know if it was grad night. But um, but yeah, he shot a dude. Yep. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man those are the, the, i mean the, you get a lot of unhinged people you know that are like and those guys outsiders. had gone to that shit yeah. to, or to the to the tough school not shitty school like i mean i'm sure it was not a great education but it's it was like protection and numbers and i was like yeah. people are bullying me i'm like i don't want that let me, let me join a gang it's much easier did you get picked on and stuff um did i get picked no not really no, no i was like Cause you weren't like a white boy. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I learned really quickly how to blend in. Yeah, like yeah. not make myself a target, but yeah, also yeah. like not look like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like it's it's yeah. It's going back to the whole thing of like survival. You really learn, like like I said, learn how to read people, learn how to read streets, and it's like, oh, maybe I don't go down that street where there's a bunch of dudes hanging out. Yeah, I'll yeah, take the yeah. long way around. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. Not, not a lot of that happening when I was growing up in my neighborhood. So that's pretty crazy. I mean, but then, so then, like... Um, so when I got to college, it was complete culture shock. Okay. It was completely different. You met my people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except, except my people were, like, all, all fucking addicted to drugs, too, but... It was, it was a, as a whole yeah. new world, man. I was yeah, just man. like, Jesus Christ. Like, it took me, I didn't even understand the term culture shock. Yeah, yeah. I just felt, like, so different. And, like, I never, I was never so self-conscious of myself. Because, like, I realized I had an accent. I'm like, where's that accent from? I'm like, what accent? Like, this is how I talk, you know? And it's just like. And what your accent was what? From a neighborhood or from? It was just like, I don't know. That's the thing. It's just like, I can't I don't tell. Hear, yeah, yeah. But it's like, accent. I'm from L.A., you know? So it's like. The only accent I hear that I can really hear is the, um. Is the what's it called? Like the, the Valley Girl or something? No, the OC. Ah, you yeah. Know, do you know Serge Wiltron? Yes. He's been on the show. Yeah, that dude yes. has that. That's like the OC <laughs> accent. <laughs> and yeah, I say that cool affectionately. Dude. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. I really like that. I went to Mexico with that dude. Oh, really? Yeah, for uh, was it um, Kipo? Kipo is like a oh, art yeah, fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, right before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, we were having a good time, and then as soon as we got back, everything shut down. Yeah. 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 But he's a, he's cool man. Yeah, I had a great time with him. He was really like warm and welcoming, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's he's like a cuddly teddy bear type, you know. Like yeah. <laughs> same with like Hagope, man. He's so, so welcoming and Hagope, so like generous. Hagope is 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 welcoming and generous, but he's also there's a little intimidating. <laughs> not that he's he, not that he flexes that, but like right. because just his sheer size. <laughs> yeah, I forget sometimes because I just be looking at him like, oh, just yeah, yeah, this <laughs> he's so nice, man. He's so he's he's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was. I was unprepared academically. Mm -hmm. I was going through this culture shock thing. And then like, I had a real hard time. Almost dropped out a few times. I just had a really hard time just adjusting to everything. But was it more the, the like general workload of like, have like, it was, was a combination of a lot of things. Yeah. That but, was one of them. But was sure. it, was it, it did it, did the critique section of it bother you at all? Or like the like art for art? No, yeah, the, no the, because it, it was very like foundational. So we yeah. didn't get that deep until later. Okay. So it was very like, so the initial critique, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I had done something that they told me not to do, but I was just like, whatever. They told me not to, because I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to get my GEs out of the way because I just want to focus on my art later. Mm -hmm. So I think that might have had something to do with it because I had so many like general, like yeah, that yeah. kind of like academic workload. And then later, 
Which it, it, I I think I made the right choice because at the end, all I had was studio classes. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a lot of workload, but it was a different type of workload. And I was just like, just completely focused on my art. And at that time, I had a few teachers because uh, I took... I took a semester off and then I took a semester where I was just taking like one class and some teachers were noticing like, Hey, uh, what's going on? You all right? Like that kind of thing, like reaching out to me. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I don't know if this whole thing is for me, you know, <laughs> this whole thing is like, dude, don't worry about it. Just keep going. That yeah, type yeah. of thing. So they really like looked out for me. But in the end, you're happy you went. Oh, absolutely. But are you going to go <clears throat> MFA or not? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I had a great time that's like the senior year and like the the year before the senior year that's when the critiques got funny because then you at that point you start making your own work you know yeah, yeah. it's not like you're not doing models anymore and you got to talk about what you want to talk about and that was like super interesting yeah. yeah especially so the school the painting school at that time was very traditional and a lot of like just like very painterly painter stuff and it's cool not knocking it, but I just didn't find it interesting. And I started taking sculpture classes and it became mm -hmm. more conceptual, conceptually driven. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, this is way more exciting. So how do I like mix the two and like start talking about it? Whereas like I felt I had a more interesting time doing sculpture and interesting conversations and that kind of thing. Uh, painting had that, but it was it was so rare. Like you yeah, kind of yeah. had to do it on your own. You could never really do it in, in your classes. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, I do, I definitely do think that like there is a, it's, it's sort of like photography has its own discipline, right? You can't, right. you can't do certain things with photography. So like, I, I find a lot of the conceptual stuff I was, I just had, um, <laughs> so much for it being quieter in my house. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. I'm my studio too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. straight burnouts. Yeah, at least I know no one's gonna be playing some copyright restricted oh, that's right. music. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's I think the that's main better, issue. Yeah. No, and then oh, man, I've had so many these really good interviews and and just destroyed like by by audio. audio. In the, I mean, like I still release it, but it, I just know it's not like the quality is not there. But anyway, so then so like. I feel like yeah, a lot of the um, the conceits and the conceptual things tend to tie towards. Um, I, it, there's a lot more flexibility in sculpture because you, I mean, just the fact that you can use ready-mades, right? Exactly. Yeah. If you're using, if you're painting an object, you're still painting it. Exactly. You know, you're still exactly. making it. You're limited by the medium. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I've been painting a little bit just almost because it gives you the freedom to not have to come up with shit all the time but yeah. but i i that's I, the, that's it's, 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 it's the balancing the two act. sides of the same coin yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. like it's very freeing but also very limiting yeah yeah yeah, yeah at the and same i enjoy time. that yeah yeah and then like it can also just be tedious to always have to come up with like something as good as your last piece <laughs> yeah <laughs> like when you're dealing with conceptual work you yeah know. i don't know I, I i don't really think about it in that way so what do you mean what do you mean by that uh, like something that I'm has, has, has satisfied with, you know, mm -hmm. that I'm as happy. Like I've, I've come up with a bunch of different pieces and like, you, you don't rank your work. Mm -hmm. You don't look at it and be like, man, that was the shit. I'm, and I'm very, one... uh, what's the word? Um, like I do the thing and I forget about it. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, oh, and yeah, I'll yeah. come back to it later. Like I'll work really hard on whatever work it is. And then as soon as it's done, I'm like, okay, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, this yeah. is what I wanted. Let's keep going. Are you still sculpting? Uh, yeah, yeah. Less so. Like right now, a lot of the, my work is painting based. Painting yeah. based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And what are you like? Are you working with motifs? What, what's, what's the deal? Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, what do you mean by motifs? Like, like, do you do you have? Um, I don't know. I'm like motifs. Be like, what, what thematically? Like, what 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 is your subject matter? What do you what are you working on? Um, right now, I'm working with the idea of just like paradise and what that means, and I think that's been really fruitful for me. For like, um, in terms of what does paradise mean? What does paradise look like? And how broad it is kind of thing. And, um, also the lack thereof is, so I work a lot with, uh, like barriers. So the earlier work that I did, uh, had a lot of window bars and that for me kind of started a whole new body of work where I was just like, you know, you're looking at a, a painting of a landscape obstructed by by window bars that kind okay. of thing so, like, like, looking so out. the idea of paradise is like the sunset and the palm trees but then you have this obstruction so mm -hmm. now i'm kind of playing along with that idea yeah did you have bars when you were growing up on your i did yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna grab some water yeah yeah for sure um i did yeah yeah I, it's it's interesting it's uh it's hard to like do you have um what what are the conceptual conceits that you work with when you're dealing with uh sculpture Mm, I'm not sure. Do you have like a methodology? Do you like one of the the? I mean, it's also very easy to have like a a gap between how you work and I work right. in the dialogue, right? So to 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 format it in in a little bit better of a way, like um, I was doing a lot of stuff that was related to like universal concepts that are accessible to to people mm -hmm. instead of like um things that are kind of dour but mm. but but also about like current you know like uh, about um identity as like consumer and things like that right like are you dealing with something as or is it are you working in a much more intuitive space i guess it's it's, a, it's not as specific whereas it's like I'm really just digging into this whole idea of paradise and seeing what other ways. It's, it's not Even so in much sculpture, you're doing yeah, the paradise? Yeah, exactly. So it's okay. like, uh, it's, I'm thinking of it as a whole body of work type of thing where, where I'm like thinking of it as an individual piece, but also in context with the other work. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, yeah, uh, the paradise, but also the obstruction of paradise or the um, how basically the desire that kind of thing were or, do you have like a strong desire for paradise do you not do you, i mean because you like la could be described as that but it's yeah. also kind of rough like yeah exactly. it's kind of like is a that false the duality? paradise yeah yeah where it's like yeah you could come out here and you could make it you know yeah, or yeah. you figure out that you're on hollywood boulevard and it's like the worst yeah, yeah, thing yeah. ever no yeah. no for sure for yeah sure. yeah so it's definitely that for sure yeah yeah what what do you have like any personal experiences that relate to that that like kind like how where i mean because it's that's such a specific concept and right and, i think it's like, more about like it, it's become a lot about like you haven't traveled anywhere cool i've traveled yeah yeah, yeah so, I, it's, so it's a lot about like how do i put it it's um like the feeling of being in a certain position right and then looking to your next goal but not being able to reach it for whatever reason that kind of thing okay that's that's the feeling where i'm coming from kind of thing but then i'm also trying to express that where it's just like 
you have this thing in front of you that you want. It could be anything. And then you have this thing in front of you keeping you from it. So mm -hmm. it's about this idea of desire and not being able to get it, but maybe I could get it. It's like, like a motif that I work with is, uh, that I'm working with is like scratchers. Okay. Like lot, lottery lot scratchers where it's just like, yeah, 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 you scratch it and he's like, oh, I might get it. I might get it. And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like playing off of that where it's just like this feeling of like, I could, I could change my life. If I just had like $30,000, yeah, yeah. it would solve all my problems. Yeah. Right. Um, which is interesting because it's like, that's not true. <laughs> Even if you did win those, if you won the lottery, you would think it would, I mean, Someone initially just, in this neighborhood, which I'm not going to say what neighborhood it is, yeah. uh, because I, you know, I yeah. don't want to gentrify the shit out of it, <laughs> but, uh, someone in this neighborhood just won uh, a lottery, like, uh, like bought the lottery ticket that won like 600,000 some odd dollars. But yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, but it's also like, it's tough because it's like, honestly, like I'm glad that person won, but if you don't know what to do with it, you're yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. dude. Good luck, yeah, yeah. you know, because it's it could go either way. And yeah, I, and yeah. I wish them the best, and I wish that on everybody. But it's also like statistically, you know, like yeah, that's one of those things. So no, and moving it, on to that thing, like that idea of thinking is like if it's just a little thing, yeah. But that's an interesting concept too, because if you um, if you like, if you get rich and now all of a sudden you can't relate to your own peers, the people that you live with, that's isolating as fuck. Yeah, they need help. And you're like, you're like, you, you can't be spread that thin and shit like that. I don't know. What would you do if you won the lottery? I'm disappearing, man. You, you won't hear from me. <laughs> Where's Josh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I'm so paying, I'm paying, well, first of all, I'm paying my taxes. <laughs> you're not coming you, for me, Uncle you, Sam. You heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying my taxes a hundred percent. Okay. And then you won't hear from me at least for a while. I'll come back and everything's settled. You'll be all dripping in Gucci. No, no, I'm not. I'm not a flashy type. I don't think. Well, you know, I don't have money, so <laughs> that could be. Uh, you yeah. might end up with like the nicest Carhartt and Dickies. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? The, the nicest? Those are like work in progress or something. They got like the the higher like like uh kind of like the the flashier brand where it's like its own specific thing. Yeah, the Carhartt has. Uh, yeah, just yeah. dripped in that. I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they have like a, a special subdivision? Yeah, yeah, they do. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. That, I mean, it's interesting too. But, uh, but yeah, so then like uh, what, what, any other interesting motifs to tie into that? Because I think that that, that kind of helped me round out what you were talking about with the, with the, the motif versus the... Um, the concept like i guess paradise right. being right. inaccessible paradise so for sure like a motif for like the palm trees the window bars which i'm kind of steering away from and trying to like dig deeper in what those things yeah. are so now i'm kind of working more into um you know those street signs um like the band posters you know that type of thing like you see on telephone poles oh yeah, yeah where yeah, they're yeah. advertising stuff like i'm using those where it's just like or where you're looking for jobs, like you need a job, that kind of thing. Or like the lawyer, you need a lawyer, that type of thing. I don't know if job is a paradise, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it's like some people don't have jobs. So it's no, no, like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I get you. But yeah, that's another thing that I'm playing with. For yeah, sure. yeah, it would definitely be better to have a job than to not have a job. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I like it. it I, I find myself at a little bit at a, at a loss because I obviously had a like a. a like it was almost 
more what I was going to study rather than like, it was a foregone conclusion that I was going to go to school and I fucking hated it too. I mean, it seems like you ended up liking it. I didn't like my program that much. Wait, it's, where'd you go? Uh, Florida International. Oh, okay. it's, that, it's, so you went to art school too? Uh, yeah, I went to art school in at a state school. Or oh, okay. it's yeah. I don't know if it's even a state school, but it's it's uh it's 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 I think it may be a private college. It was too cheap to be a private college, so it's probably a state school. Yeah. But uh, it's mostly focused on engineering. But it oh. it's like the it was a bunch of people that were bitter that they weren't like bigger kind of thing. I mean, I feel you like get that everywhere. I think. Yeah, but I feel like out here at least you're adjacent to some opportunity. You know, like mm. I think that like the most of the people that teach here have shown more than anyone I know that taught in Miami. And like, we were more direct competition for, for the people. So it was a weird, weird experience, but also generally like I grew up in Rome. So the idea of paradise <laughs> and not having it, access it, yeah. to, I like, I was like, I grew up in paradise. Yeah, and you then were the, everywhere. Yeah. Cause you so, went, you were in Rome and then you went to Miami and then you came here, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm like, I, <laughs> it's and been you pretty. You speak, uh, what, you speak Italian? Yeah. I speak and, Italian uh, and Spanish. Spanish. You speak any other languages? No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. I mean, I'm not that, that well versed in the, in the Italian anymore. My Spanish is, is is uh, more fluent depending on how much I use it. Like when I was working right. regularly and I used to work in Montecito and sell guitars there in Spanish. Wow. So, but, but I like one of the things that's crazy out here is that like the, the Mexican culture is so different than Cuban culture in general. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. uh, I mean, they're both very Catholic and conservative, so that's for sure. Yeah. But uh, like, and I, I always have a bit of a, a beef with how like, right-wing everybody thinks cubans are i'm like bro have you talked to mexicans <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah, yeah. it's like and then i realized like oh it's the ones that speak spanish that they can't communicate that are like the right-wingers you know mm -hmm. or i mean not as that's a gross generality sure, but sure, i'm just sure. saying like there's that like gap but but yeah so so like uh i don't know i like it's it's funny because to me la is a paradise but you're kind of it it has more of that duality to you because like you right. I mean, like you said you learn how to survive here. Yeah. I learned how to survive in Miami. Right. But survival there was more it's about different. it it was more about like just being around people that did a lot of drugs and like you know being cool in those environments not like like I said not not gangbanging and, and right. stuff like that. It was just like drugs, you know. Yeah. So that's where my expertise is. And that's why I think of myself as a little bit of a middle-class thug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. But the, like, the things have changed drastically, I think. I mean, like people like still do gang stuff, but it's not as like in your face as it used to be for sure. I, I think it's more like, I think hip hop probably made it more normalized. Right. Like I think when we I, were, they just got older. You know, you don't think people are, are gangbanging the same way that they used to. I, I feel like it's coming back because, uh, it well it never left, right? But mm -hmm. uh, I think it's it's becoming, it's making a comeback because I think the youth, it, like the youth is at a certain age. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like there was a while where like graffiti in my neighborhood and adjacent neighborhoods was kind of slow. You know, you'd see it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Nobody's this is your hood, dog. Yeah, yeah. And then. It's not until like the last maybe five years where it's like, oh, now people are really beefing. Like you oh. can see it, you know. So it's just like, how do you? How can you tell they're like, they're crossing. All like crossed out, you know? And yeah. then just just leaving messages to each other, and it's like you just you just yeah, we're just like fuck you, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know. So it's like, 
Yeah, and I think that's my theory where it's just like, oh, they're probably at that age where they're kind of like going on like... But you... you, you sorry, finish what you're saying. No, it's just like the youth, you know, basically. That's all I'm trying to you, say. You don't... Uh, so you, you are you saying that it was like probably worse in like the straight out of Compton era? Like Probably, yeah. I mean, definitely in Compton, I'm sure. Because yeah. like those property values are probably insane right now. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I would say it was worse. Yeah. I think... You, yeah. I, what, but also I'm like, it's I'm not from that generation, so I wouldn't know. But also, the, the from when I talked to like the older people, it seemed like it was way worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I wonder yeah. what happened. Do you think? Like, I mean, honestly, I think it's like people got tired of killing each other. Like, you don't think it's the fact that they could that like black people couldn't hang out with each other in a certain number? Like the what are those go, laws, laws called? They're the uh, I'm not sure. I know what you're talking about. I don't the, know what it's the, called. They're yeah. like I mean, it wasn't just black people. It was Mexicans too. Right, right, but right. like, they couldn't congregate more than four people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, and that like so you you do. I wonder if that had an impact on it too. Maybe, but I don't think so. I think it's but also it's like every neighborhood is different. They're all the same, but they're all different. It's. That's just my theory. It's my, like, my question is always like, where the fuck were all those Uzis and shit coming from? Like, you know, in the nineties, like the, the, it's not like there was a, there were, it's not like somebody, Russia, right? Really? Do you think is that probably, I mean, it was just what, uh, AK 47s. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Probably. Cause it was what the, the, well, I mean, the nineties was what the, the cold war, or like after the, where it's like the wall came down, right? Yeah. yeah. The nineties. And then the Russians probably like, the Soviet Union, right? It fell, whatever. And so they got to make money, dog. Yeah. Like, let's sell some fucking guns. Sorry to ask you about all this stuff because I know yeah, you're not right. about that life. But <laughs> you, grew, you, you grew up but around sure. it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like That's just, it's also speculation. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Um, well, what what was your childhood actually like? Like, what, 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 what were you kind of, what was LA like in 2006? Like, as to be a kid? Because I can't imagine what it's like to right now. Like, you're a kid right now. Imagine there's all these people on the streets. Yeah, you know, and like that is like, and then you, well, how do you how do you explain that to your kid, and how do you know how does you internalize that? But like yeah. 2006 is different, right? It was, yeah. So like, was it was it more fun? Was it more hopeful? Like, it sounds like there was a lull in violence. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like 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 I said. I think it was because everything was spread out and less concentrated that that things started kind of cooling down, you know, but. Do you think that people felt weird after the riots, like you, that you burned shit down and then you don't have anything left? I think I was too young, but you, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'm just quoting stuff I heard on yeah. black TV. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm not sure. I think it's it's very like, yeah, it was a different time. Um, yeah, I couldn't say, but I don't know. I had a, like I was also very sheltered. Like it wasn't until like. I was maybe in like eighth grade, which is the end of middle school, where I started kind of like going out by myself and like exploring, you know, that kind eighth of thing. grade. That's still pretty. How old are you in eighth grade? That's like fourteen, like thirteen, thirteen, yeah. probably. Yeah. I mean, in L.A., shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't let like my kid, my thirteen-year-old, do that now. No. <laughs> no. Well, I feel, I feel I honestly would feel better. Well, maybe not now, but we'll. See. I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I can't. Th I think it teaches you a lot of like. It's it's one of those things where it's just like sink or swim it's kind of messed up but it's like <laughs> yeah but sometimes you sink in a fucking river yeah, yeah and, then, and then at that point he's gonna be all right you can't do that let's come yeah. home like yeah. you got like yeah so all right did you grow up like crazy catholic what like I grew how, up, did you, how were you sheltered uh yeah i grew up uh pentecostal christian pentecostal yeah. christian from mexico is no, that like from el salvador from el salvador no yeah. wonder you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my parents are from El Salvador. From what part? Uh, San Salvador. That's pretty 
a fun history. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depends on you ask. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, it's just like uh, you get older and then you like time give you gives you perspective. Whereas it's like, oh, I thought this was like normal. And then you're like, nah, dude, this no, wasn't yeah. normal. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. I'm but bad. did you ever spend any time there? Or you, you, no, you, you no. were born out here? Yeah, I was born right here. Yeah. I spent like maybe I, I think I did like I went there twice when I was younger and mm-hmm. just like visiting. And it's it's totally different now. I haven't been since. But because of the new president and stuff, everything's like super different. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like skeptical, dude. I'm so skeptical. I don't know what the but fu- people are saying. It's, it's amazing. So I'm like, oh, no, I don't, I'm not buying it. Dude. I don't know. It's a lot of propaganda. That's, that's like, uh, that's like what's happening in Haiti, dude. Have you seen that shit? No, I haven't. They're burning like the, they're, they're burning the uh, gang members that are like terrorizing the Whoa. city. Like they just fucking busted somebody. The cops bounced. And then, like, people came with gasoline. <laughs> like, the, the cop <laughs> arrested them, disarmed them, walked away, and like that's that's Just left them there. Yeah, wow. that's that. I I don't know, man. Like, that's what happens with that like American neoliberal t- brush. You know, you paint, <laughs> and weird shit happens. <laughs> you know, I I hear Kuhn and Niger, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta do so much reading to even know what the fuck is going on there. And I first of all, you have to find sources you trust on that right. because not every source has experience with a fucking region you know right but uh that's they stopped cra- important gold right huh you talking about niger they start what they stopped important gold to france or something like that recently i don't know that well there's a military coup there i just oh, don't currently yeah yeah i oh, just do i, I just yeah, yeah but i don't know who's to, you know like yeah, when yeah, i hear yeah. coup i'm like what do we do what <laughs> yeah. do we do <laughs> uh, yeah you know <laughs> this one stopped recording oh okay shit yeah it's it's always fun talking to other artists because then you realize like, oh, I'm not that kind of artist. No, no, yeah. Doing this podcast made me realize my preconceived notions of what an artist c- constitutes an artist. Like, I used to think artists were like rebellious and like aware of politics, and I'm so fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. like the most conforming, like fascistic <laughs> group of people telling people that they should lose their jobs. You know? Yeah, like, dude. Uh, which I think this is a good segue into like my thesis that I wanted to talk about was uh, un- that's what I was trying to ask you yeah. about, man. <laughs> I, I was thinking about unsolicited advice to younger artists. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I'm fucking guilty about that. I mean, I looked at the camera and do it, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's good. I think I, I don't know. I think uh, I, I I like to frame it as like, what do I wish somebody told me coming out of undergrad? Oh, you're pro unsolicited advice. No, 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 not at all. But I think because I have this platform here, <laughs> let me just throw it out into the ether. Yeah. And it's like, pick up what you want, you yeah. know? And it's like, like you were talking about this whole, like, give up your job. I'm like, no, don't do that. Just like. Oh, wait, know, in what context did I say Well, you're saying like, uh, there's people that would be like, yeah, give up your job so you can follow your dream. To become oh, an yeah, artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah, don't do that. No, 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 no. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, like, yeah. don't kill yourself for your art. It's just not for me. Look, yeah. I love make, making art. I love being an artist, but it's also like, I got to eat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like some people really fall into that romanticization of like art making. I'm just like, don't do that. Yeah. If I could give some unsolicited advice to artists yeah. is learn about fucking investing, man. Like there's yeah. nothing that's going to be better for you to, you know, like, cause you can grow, you can be a grunt your entire fucking life. Yeah. 
and never gain anything. Yeah. You know? Like, Speaking of which, I, I, I listened to the episode with, was it Chris Adler? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. old school. Damn, you're yeah. going in the archives, man. <laughs> yeah, you're my new favorite person. <laughs> yeah, I was listening. I was like, because uh, his thesis was personal finance. And I was just like, oh, I'm into personal finance. Yeah, I yeah. like doing that. And then one thing I would say, uh, he's he, he, he gives... Obviously, this is not financial advice. This is not financial advice. <laughs> but yeah. he gives pretty good advice. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty general and it's pretty like safe. It's um, pretty. It's not that difficult. It's no. it's mystified because only rich people really do right. it. Right. But it's really not like no. Yeah, you can do okay. I I learned it because during the pandemic, I was just like, I need to figure out my life. No, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and I was like, I don't know anything. Like. Yeah. I really had to humble myself in like many different ways. And that was one of them was like, oh, I don't know how to use a credit card. Oh, yeah. Let me figure that out. Yeah. You know, uh, but I was going to say he gives pretty good advice. One thing, because he said, like, uh, pay off your debt before you do anything else. And I was going to say, do both. Yeah. yeah. Just save money, pay off your credit cards and invest. Just, you know, balance it out. Obviously, the first thing you want to do is get rid of your debt. Yeah. 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 But. Yeah. But yeah, the the other thing that I would say is that don't trust the dollar anymore, because <laughs> I, I don't it's know a if new I, world. I, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if you are aware of what's happening in the world, viewer. But I I figure as someone from El Salvador, you probably have a broader scope of uh, it, it, international affairs, right? Like uh, bricks and all of that shit. Like everybody's leaving the dollar. We used to we used to invade countries to yeah, to stop well, them from doing what, what everybody's it? doing now. Who just switched to the Everybody. the yen? Yeah. Oh, uh, Saudi Arabia is taking is buying is purchasing oil. Like, what what, what what's the Chinese dollar? Is it yen or yuan? Uh, uh, yuan. Yeah. You are, uh, but there's also like a Latin American country, like a big Latin American country that switched to, and everybody's like, oh, oh the U.S. Yeah, and I was like, oh, dude, this is this is big. Yeah, yeah. India, Russia, and like everybody's ganging up on the dollar. So I would say this is not financial advice, but learn about uh, real estate because honestly, with with shit that's, that's going on, that's an asset too. Yeah, yeah. That 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 is an asset that's not dependent on the strength of the dollar because the dollar is no longer going to be the reserve currency of the world. Yeah. And so you said that in that podcast. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's happening like in a year. Well, here's the thing: it's just like <laughs> you were talking about it in that episode. And now we're like living it. We're just yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. saying exactly what you, you know. yeah, yeah. I mean the world is only going in one direction. <laughs> <laughs> and if you learn about it, it's really fucking predictable. Yeah, especially if you look at it in that from that lens where you're like really zooming where it's like not, you know, USA centric, you know, or it's not America. Oh, the world is done. It, look, it, we don't even have good propaganda anymore. Like our whole Hollywood is trash and no one likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's all like superhero movies. When when stuff happens like that, I'm just like, who's? It, it just I know it's kind of like far fetched, but it's really not. I'm thinking like like uh like just spies. You know what I mean? Like people in the industry are like, hey, like bending people's ears. Oh and yeah, try to break down like certain things, just like propaganda. You know, just like. You know that like after like because there was that period where all the Vietnam movies were coming out. No. It, like uh like uh I mean. It, you wouldn't remember it, but it would be like Hamburger Hill, all these movies, uh, 
uh what's the one platoon oh yeah uh heart of darkness uh what, that's the other one what's the apocalypse now are you talking about like uh just vietnam era type films yeah films about that were anti-war and anti-cia gotcha. and that yeah. doesn't they don't make that anymore no <laughs> <laughs> i wonder how that happened yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder i wonder how just casually film stuff just fell yeah. off yeah it makes me think of like uh like forrest gump you know or is this like <laughs> like it was this certain era but they just kind of like brushed it on yeah, it's like yeah, coming yeah. this way but yeah. yeah i think like that's very good advice and to to like further that is like diversify your portfolio but yeah, first yeah, of yeah. all save money right and yeah, then yeah, yeah. learn to invest and you know that kind of yeah. stuff yeah and like seriously you can do it on a working class job like yeah, you, you, you don't you don't have to be making in fact it's almost nowadays with the what it costs to go to fucking school mm-hmm like in it's almost better to do it it's like you, you because you don't start off with like 150 plus thousand right. dollars worth of debt and then right. you can just like put money away and watch it grow yeah. and this is where i'm going back to like like uh the people i'm trying to reach is like younger right it's yeah, yeah. like look the younger you are the more you invest when you're younger you can invest less as you get older but the numbers like it, they yeah the the it's it's more of a time issue than a money issue. Like the more money, the earlier you start, the more you have long term. But yeah. nobody thinks that way. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you, it's not to say don't start now. It's more of like, you know, I wish I could. Somebody told me this when I was twenty one. Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, I'd be rolling. I, it by, my by thing time. is, I wish I had continued as aggressively as I did when I was younger because now I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> you know, like I started off good. Thing yeah, really, like yeah. really. Yeah. And it's not intuitive. That's the problem. Can can we go back to uh, advice for young people though? Like, what's the for for young artists? What is the shittiest advice anyone's ever given you? Given me <laughs> as uh, an artist. <laughs> ooh, that's a good question. What is the shittiest advice? Um, oh, I think any advice that says don't do something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's 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 one of those things. I think, you know, in terms of painting, where they told me not to do something, it's like. I don't, that's not very good advice. Like if you're painting a certain way mm. and let's say you just paint, you're painting, I'm thinking about it a specific instance where like I was painting abstractly and then they told me, yeah, don't do that. It's been done already. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. fair, yeah. but I just don't care. Like, yeah. it's just like, I'm, I'm exploring things. Like I'm a new student. Like, how are you going to tell me that like a better advice would be like, Hey, look at these artists, right. And see what they're doing. What can you take from that? Right. It's yeah. a two, it's like two sides of the same coin kind of thing. It's just like. Yeah, I think that that one is is a weird one too because like I've seen it I've seen people say like don't uh, like don't take pictures of wall in photography class was no. walls because it's like it's been done so much. Yeah. And and I've also heard the thing of like well you get to take your picture of a wall, yeah. right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's not like the thing is too is it's like not every piece is going to be a banger. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? You're still like learning especially at that age you're just like young in your artistic mind you haven't mm. you don't have the breadth of knowledge you have just time and experience so just do the thing and then just do more of it do a lot of it and then you realize like yeah this is not good yeah but you have to realize that as a younger person then you're like yeah i don't want to do that you know no, yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. it's less about uh it's it's less about discouragement and more about like very like keep tugging people like a certain direction 
Because yeah. like stopping somebody from doing something is not going to help them, kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, do you do you are are you still doing abstraction sometimes or not? Um, less so. But yeah, I mean, isn't all painting an abstraction? I, see. <laughs> <laughs> I say that shit all the time. <laughs> Aren't all words made up? You know? <laughs> Touche. That's actually that you made me think there. Yeah, man. No, the the that the I find I find these I find like the conversations about art that are highfalutin are are worthwhile and stuff. Sure. But um yeah, yeah. And, and and they're great. But I think most of the time, like most people's experience of art is not like even even people that are like really into it and read hyperallergic and all of that yeah. ultimately it, there's an intuitive element of it I, like yeah. i would hope so like if you i also find hyperallergic not everything that they do but like their instagram is so fucking annoying to me <laughs> i don't follow them i wouldn't know <laughs> i i i thought i wasn't following them but i was and then i got really annoyed because <laughs> i was the like, rabbit hole well no because i thought it was like just kept showing up in my suggested just suggested but i was like but i was actually following them <laughs> and then i just realized i just thought that i had unfollowed them but yeah the there's like the i don't know i i find what what do you think about like um what, well one of the things that i thought was interesting is that clip that i started uh Rash, rashid buhamidi's mm -hmm. episode in it because i think like when you're young you kind of want to still be like fight the system in some degree sure. but like to some level like you're conforming even more the more successful you get and the the yeah the higher price you can well it's like when you're younger you have less to lose you yeah, get older yeah. you got more to lose oh i got it like yeah. <laughs> that's why i like the lot of lot of, and it's pretty like apparent a lot of careers go that way where you look at somebody they're like why are you painting the same thing still yeah, yeah. it's like that's what they want yeah i gotta i gotta I got a studio to fund. I got assistance now. I got to make the people what they want. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, look, it, you're not the problem. The system's the problem, right? That's what it is. Yeah. But it, it it's also so like, like, did you have you, did you have that moment where you kind of went from like the naivete? I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, it's deeper. I'm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. Poor, yeah. And it's very like, it's, it's very enlightening. <laughs> I got to say. Yeah. I'm like, it, it, was it liberating? It too? was. Okay, it was yeah. incredibly liberating because it's like, oh, I don't have to. There's a there's such a bigger world out there, guys. Like this is like some people really, and, and this is not to knock on anybody because it's like art is some people's life, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I think what I learned was if you if you tie your identity to this one thing, what happens when you that one thing is taken away? Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what it was for me. Where it's just like. What if I'm not allowed to paint anymore? Who am I? You know? Yeah. So it's just like, oh man, I it, it's 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 enlightening, but it's also like burdening because it's you're like you really got to do some introspection, you know? And yeah. that's what it was for me. And it was just like, then I came back and started making work again, and you're just like, it's a different mindset. You know, I'm much happier. So where where did you end up? Like, wh what's your ambition? Are you trying to to like end up in Hauser and Worth and that kind of thing? I mean, it'd be cool, but it's like, <laughs> <clears throat> I think life is so much life has so much more to offer yeah i think you know? yeah, yeah no no yeah and and almost it's almost like a like not even just making the work that you want like i i can't imagine just having to like rub elbows with people that are like you know like like assuming i mean i know that jeff bezos and and elon musk mm -hmm. are not 
patrons of the arts to the extent that you know they got advisors they got you know but i'm just saying like yeah. they're not known for that but i'm just saying like the equivalent of that level of douchebag having to like have them Being that presence and then just having them tell you you're a genius. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man. <laughs> what kind of validation is that? Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm. Yeah, you 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 hit the nail on the head, man. Where it's just like, and that kind of ties back into my work. Where it's just like, like the whole the idea of validation is like, validation is not that different from paradise, right? Where it's just yeah. like you you're reaching for this paradise. Does you're reaching for this validation? What happens if you don't get it? Yeah. What happens to your life? You know, what happens to your philosophies? So it's just like, you got to think of things in a different way. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm, I think that's what like my work is about. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. It just, it, I mean, it's horrifying. The idea of being that successful, you know, like I look at, and then like what happens to your politics, you know, yeah. like when you get that rich and, yeah. and you are part of that machine and yeah. you're, you're like, like I don't know, I, I it it might it would be kind of nice to have someone really rich love your work, right? <laughs> yeah, and I was just gonna say, look, I'm not against like people buying my work, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's also like I'm not, I'm really not trying to rely on it either. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be fucking awesome if I was at Hauser or Worth or like uh, Blum and Poe or something, and they're just selling my work for a lot of money, and I could just focus on that. But when you look at it logically and statistically, the chances are really like not that high. Oh yeah. And there's, so you're just like, so you as a person, as an artist, just gambling on this thing that you really yeah. love. And then what happens if you don't get it? That's the whole thing, you know? So yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even really know how to like hustle that, that like, I haven't even really tried to show anywhere, uh, you know, like yeah. in, in years, I mean, definitely since uh, COVID, but like it's also not even like part of my priority. But but not because I don't want to show, or not because I don't want to be at Hauser and Worth. Mostly, first of all, mostly because I just I'm barely getting to the level of like even understanding how like mid tier galleries like you know like I wouldn't know. I know the the gap between like artist run and mid tier. You know, right. like that that's the realm where I've like kind of leveled up because I was a r relatively obscure. Nobody knew who I was. I didn't really know anyone. But I, as someone who's like interviewing, is that episode 185? I can tell you with great confidence, I'm not running out of people to interview. Hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no end to the amount of artists that are on the surface of this earth. In fact, yeah. my dad asked me that one time. It's like, I was like, oh, like it's almost overwhelming the idea of interviewing every single artist. Yeah, you know, but it, but it, but it's, it's, uh, it's validating in the sense that. Um, like, first of all, like just the fact that I'm doing this show. It's is an it's an element of like I have the authority to do it, you yeah. know. Like I'm claiming the authority to yeah. do it, despite not having an MFA and all of that shit. Right. And like, um, and so it's just interesting how how different people seek out, you know, to it, like success as an artist is not necessarily defined equally through everybody's eyes, right. Right? right? Like like I know people that would hate. I mean, I I all I I would love to be at Hauser and Worth and make millions, but yeah. I know people that would hate it, you know, yeah. and I, and I believe them. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's... I have no soul, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, I think 
the at the crux of like my thesis that I wanted to say is like, look, there's a thousand ways to peel a potato. Yeah, yeah. You can do it any which way you want. Oh, there's really a thousand ways to peel a there's potato. There's more than a thousand ways. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, son. I've never peeled a potato once. You gotta you know <laughs> use your imagination, man. I was just chopping. <laughs> I'm like fuck. Skin peeling. on, fuck yeah, exactly. <laughs> no peeling at all. <laughs> yeah yeah there's no wrong way to do it like it's 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 that there's no way to no wrong way to do it and it's also like you have to define your own success yeah some people will want to be an artist be an artist and then have no sense of direction like no real like goal and be like well you kind of got to have that right and you can't have that goal be so high that like you can't reach i mean it could you know like i'm not not like not encouraging or discouraging anybody from trying to reach their goals but it's more of like success is defined by yourself and not other people that's yeah, what yeah. i'm trying to say yeah 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 and then and it's also like like if you try to shoot for the the moon right away you're like like let's say uh you know like let's say i want to start investing you're not going to be a fucking millionaire on your first (laughs) you know like it actually takes time it takes time for that money to grow and whatnot so it's interesting what so what do you what what then what's your like what's your great ambition like let's say do i know i hate the term five-year plan but it is how successful people think yeah yeah (laughs) honestly i'd like to be teaching you want to be teaching i want to be so mfa yeah 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 and then uh, i think it's like Back to the thesis, it's like, you know, that's really what I want to do. I want to reach younger people, younger pe- younger, younger people of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of like, because I, when I was in college, I really wish I had somebody that looked like me. Because I was yeah, getting yeah. advice from people who were like in their 50s and 60s, white, male, woman, whatever. Like, there's a huge disconnect, you know? Yeah, where, yeah. I mean, just talk of like, if you listen to this conversation, look where I grew up, you know? What does a person from I don't know, like well, I mean, Ohio, what, like no, you know, what I mean? like I, I, even I don't know what you, how you grew up. Like we've, that's literally the thesis of the podcast. Is yeah. that like I grew up in a different space, and I think of myself as tough and as a bit of a Latino thug, but yeah. not, but like it's nothing like it's a different environment, yeah. you know. Like the 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 challenges are different. Yeah, but it's also like if you were, if you had somebody looked like you and had like similar experiences, you'd be like they more... would be Arabic. No. <laughs> <laughs> But you would you would be more inclined to learn and more inclined to like no take yeah advice. no and it, it, I mean definitely like I I just saw a clip of uh, uh out of out of context I don't even know what movie Denzel Washington was talking about but he was saying like someone asked him does it have to be have you seen the clip have, does yeah, it have yeah, to yeah. be a black director and then yeah. he talks about like a hot comb yeah you know and, how that and, feels yeah you know yeah. how that feels and then he talks about how tss, he goes tss, and everybody laughs and he's like you see that you see that. Like, that cultural, yeah, yeah like that's culture. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that is a, a, an interesting thing. And I think like, I think that even though during, among Latinos, there's overlap and, and uh, like, and, and camaraderie, like I know, I know about your history, like I, as opposed to like, un, un, I, can't, I can't say the G word. <laughs> the G word? Yeah, the Ingo. I don't know what it is. Uh, the, the slur for white people. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard that. You never heard? Go. I, I heard Ingo. I'm like, what? No, I, I was. Well, now I have to beep it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Um. So yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think. Is that a slur? It, on YouTube, it is. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Right. 
the great YouTube. I mean, I had a. I didn't a, know that actually. I had a queer person on the show yeah. saying the f word, and I'm gonna just bleep it out because I don't. Ah. I don't know if, if if the context matters. Like if you are, oh, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. are a person yeah, yeah. of, uh, like, I think that I've seen. Like, I, uh, anyway, we're off topic. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I think that that uh, I think that one of the things that. First of all, we have like a a, a, a language that's like let the, do you speak Spanish? I do, yeah. yeah. I'm not great at it, but yeah. But the, there's the there's that that kind of ties people together. But even bet- among us, like one of the things that, that we love to do is like point out our differences, yeah, and, like mock each other. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like growing up, it's like I grew up with a lot of Mexican people, and they'd be like, "How do you say this?" And it's like, "Cause I say it was a." Uh, uh, like a straw is popote. Yeah, yeah. And Salvadorian is pajilla. Pajilla. Yeah, and you're just <laughs> and like, and, and, and it's not that. <laughs> it's not that. It's just like, yeah. what are you saying? Yeah. Just, when yeah, yeah. Cubans, Cubans say bicho, and in Puerto Rico, that's like, uh, it's it's a very crude word. A bicho for, is, 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 is like it, vagina. It, oh, I didn't know that. It's it's the p word, but like ah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it but because you're calling it a bug, it's a little grosser. I think, and that could be messing this up. I think Guatemala is like uh, like a little fly, like a bicho. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, and then. Uh, what do you what do you say? Cuban no, we is, say wait, in Cuba in, 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 in Cubans we also call them bichos, but I th- I, f- I think someone's kids. Yeah, right? Like bichos? No, no, no. Bichos are bugs. Right. But bichos are also uh the P word. Oh. See for <laughs> bicho is also like for us is like little kid. It's uh, also like cipote. Cipote, uh, yeah. Not bicho. Not for cipote. us it's chamaco. Ah, chamaco. <laughs> See? <laughs> The slightly different thing. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it, but it, it is. It's a crazy thing, and like, uh, but one of the things that I think that ties us all together, like a beautiful Latino family, is the oppression of the American government. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Sam, you know. Yeah, and it's so funny because, like, the like, like I, I think I mentioned it before, but like, the uh, American history that is not known by Americans is yeah. is so dense, staggering. And like, and that's why people like us know what happens in Haiti, and knows knows what happens everywhere. Like, yeah. we, we, because we're like, oh, I've seen that before. That's yeah. <laughs> that's that, was, that shit. That sounded real familiar. Yeah, <laughs> mm. got yeah. a hint of um, USA. <laughs> yeah, man. Damn, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, and then there's people like uh, Elliot Abrams, who is responsible for El Mozote. Who's like deep state? He's basically, oh. he, he's. He, he, you know what Elmo's Zote is? No, no, no. But oh, I maybe shouldn't tell you about it <laughs> because it's pretty <laughs> brutal. But it's uh, it's one of the um, Iran Contra uh, uh, massacres of people. Oh, okay. yep. Eight hundred people were murdered. It was pretty brutal. It was like, uh, but um, but yeah, man. Like you know, and then Cubans, we got that shit in common. We've we, we've been starved. Our, there's like there's no Cuban food in Cuba, right. like. There's no Cuban cuisine anymore because people can't like afford staples. They can't make it. They yeah. can't, there's no like black. You beans. have like three no... ingredients or something, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. Beans, rice, and chicken or something. Yeah, or it's it, beans, rice, and pork are like the main staples of of our stuff. But you can't like find that at a restaurant anymore. My sister just went. It's crazy. So, so and then like you guys have that gang shit that's going down. Yeah. That gang crackdown, uh, yeah. bro. That shit looks brutal. We're American made. Yeah, 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 yeah. It started here. It, it went over there, and then it just blew up and then it went everywhere in the u.s because people coming back going yeah. back and forth and now it's everywhere so this is yeah. but now they're doing that crackdown put everybody in jail everybody, everybody. it's yeah. brutal it's it's crazy and people seem to be happy with it but it, but again it's like that at it's, what cost you know yeah no exactly it's like 
if you put people in bad situations, they'll be happy if they improve just a little bit. You know? <laughs> How much are you really moving the bar here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a really crazy thing. But anyway, yeah, that's that. Uh, I, I'm. I, uh, do you know that guy Rafa, the the guy that does Dancing Sober podcast? Yeah, Cardenas. Cardenas. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of I'm interested in talking to him because he's probably talked to a lot of Latinos about a lot of this shit. Because that's basically like off the podcast or like no on the podcast. Oh, uh, really? Uh, or I mean, doesn't he just mostly interview Latinos? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's more of their like personal journey. So I don't know if it becomes that you know if, it, if that comes up yeah i don't i don't think it does bro that shit's inbred <laughs> <laughs> oh, like like the episodes i've seen it doesn't really go it's more of like how did you grow up or how did you get into art and like your art that type of thing so it it's is an art like, podcast it's more of like a life story like like how did you come up type mm. of podcast where it's like it, it, he literally goes like how did you like how was your childhood and like what was college like or whatever? How did you get into art and how how did you get into galleries and like basically your journey? Yeah. Well, you know? he doesn't need to come on the show now that we've given him a full plug. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, man. Well, is there anything that you would like want to talk about, like as we're closing down, but that that we haven't really talked about? Yeah. Well, there's a few things, but uh, yeah, yeah. Go go for it. We don't have to. We don't have to wrap up. Well, no. I think it's like going back to like the the thesis thing <clears throat> of like unsolicited advice where it's like something i wish people had told me when i was graduating was just like you'll learn a practical skill mm -hmm. and that'll fund your practice yeah you know where it's just like when i was in school they were telling me to like look for art jobs type of thing and i was just limited to that and i got really lucky you know i, I stumbled upon like art handling but you don't have to do that you know you can get a job yeah. like and art handling else. is like the best paying of the art jobs. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to do it for a long time before you start getting like paid well. You yeah, know? and so, then and then your body starts to go, and then you're yeah. an old person that's tired all the time. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. me. I'm I'm getting tired. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Trust me, I I I've done the retail. I have I just bought a bunch of shoes because I've been doing the work from home thing, and I'm like, and I'm looking at them I'm like, these are the. These are the first sets of shoes that aren't going to be destroyed by being on my feet all day. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day. <laughs> it took a lot of fucking work. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. Well, and, and 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 like I told you already, my job is being replaced by AI. I'm like, yeah, I'm literally doing. Like, oh God, it's creeping in. Yeah. It's happening now. I mean, I've seen the the technology. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, learn a practical skill. It doesn't have to deal with art. It'll pay your practice, right? And if you they told me to get a studio, right? And there's pros and cons about that. You don't need one right away. You know, don't kill yourself trying to keep a studio. Mm -hmm. There's going to be an awkward time after you graduate where you're just like, what am I doing? That's normal. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. completely normal. I was so like, what do I do? Many people don't make art after art school yeah. for a while just because they're like, they got, they got, uh, so in their head about it yep. you know and yep. and that's a legit thing i it i is. did that yeah. yeah and nobody told me you yeah. know what i mean so look it's normal like you're not gonna they make didn't tell you because they took your money bro <laughs> <laughs> they did yeah you know what's funny the day i graduated i got a call from the school hi would you like to donate to and i was like dude i just i literally just walked the stage i'm not yeah. giving you any money the, my in fact, give me money. My favorite thing that uh, my alma mater did was when I had lived, after I had lived in L.A. for like, let's say, five, six years, 
they called me to tell me that I had a book that I hadn't returned from the library. And I was like, that's impossible. I don't live in Miami. And then they were like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was easy. (laughs) I was like, Jesus, damn, bro. If I lived in Miami, they would have been fucking working me for that shit. That's crazy. Yeah. But that is a Miami vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So learn a practical skill. Um, I think you're going to get to your practice sooner or later. And I think, Here's one thing I'll say is like, <clears throat> back to what we were saying earlier, don't romanticize it if you can. You know what I mean? It's yeah, really yeah. easy to fall into the trap of like, I got to live this certain type of lifestyle and be in order to be noticed kind of thing. I think the best advice is probably focus on the work because then if the work is good, people will notice it. Yeah. It's, especially if you're like going we'll out and showing show up. Yeah. Because it's like. It's one of those things we were talking about earlier too. Is like you understand, you can intuit like a good piece of work. Where you're just yeah. like, wow, this is beautiful. I want to see more of that. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? So it's like, yeah. And then people that. will just start thinking about it, you know, and then yeah. making connections, and then uh, somehow you end up in a show somehow, you know. Yeah. Or someone hears about a theme of a show, and yeah. then like, oh, you need to do a studio visit with this person, and blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah. No, it's definitely the the this this art scene is is like. I mean, right now I'm just burnt out because yeah. it, like, cause it, it, happens. It, it, it happens, you know, yeah. you work it really hard and then you're like, so that would be my addition to the advice is like, if you get burnt out, you've been working. Yeah. Like, don't, don't chastise yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't be like, people oh, are really are sure. hard on themselves. Yeah yeah. 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 I've been trying to deprogram a lot of that, like feeling of like having to be productive as much as I can, you know, yeah. like, like it takes work. I think Jerry Salt's like, recently posted like something about like making the work and like the advice, whatever. I think it's solid advice. The only thing I disagree with is the whole work, work, work part. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, it's not about like, it probably will help long-term, but at what cost? That's what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. At what cost? Well, one of the things that like uh, Rashid was saying was that like, first and foremost, he has, he's like, he has a life. Right, like right. your art practice is probably going to be a small fraction of your entire existence, yeah. and you draw from the other part, like the part that you're not in the studio. Right. Otherwise, you make art about art, which is can be interesting, but yeah. not you know, not necessarily everybody should be making the same art about art stuff. <laughs> you know, you should make it if that's what you want to make. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also I think the last thing I'll, I'll say is like it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, it, it's a very like. Once you like start looking at things in terms of like decades, you'll realize that whatever you were doing post like undergrad or like post MFA, you're just like because you're at the time you're so into it, you're so in it, you're just like this is my work, this is my work. You got another thirty years to make. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just like it's a marathon. Yeah, pace yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> that's my that's that's my philosophy. I think. How much time do you spend in the studio? I'm uh these days it's pretty intense because I'm working pretty intensely but I try to be there every day. Every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though um, I may not be making like spending time in the studio is important, you know, and it's like <clears throat> showing up definitely helps, but I'm I'm I try to be there every day whether I'm making or not. It's just like cuz mm. some days it'll be like I'll finish like 5 10 pieces like drawings, you know, and some days I just won't do anything. It averages out. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
I don't know. It, it, I, like, I'm currently in the situation where I live in the space that I work in. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I do everything. <laughs> I, I make art here, and now I interview people yeah. here. But, uh, but yeah, like, it is, uh, it is an interesting thing how you can compartmentalize your life even within one space, you know, and have boundaries yeah, with, like, this important. is, yeah, this is what I'm doing now. Although, my, sometimes my boundaries are, like... <laughs> I'm going to play some video games while this dries. <laughs> it's a healthy boundary, I will say. <laughs> yeah, it works better when I'm playing like Apex Legends, a first-person shooter. Uh -huh. When I'm playing like the Civ Six, which is like world domination game, which is like a world map. Ah, I get sucked into that. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> just a few more decisions. And then sometimes I'll just, I'll be, I'll like get to a point where like, I know that I'm not going to be able to win and I'll just restart it. But I'm still like on the momentum of the last game of like, no, I know what I got to do this time. I need more science and more culture so that I can, get, you know, but yeah. yeah. But, but also like, uh, you know, brain damage time is good sometimes. Yeah, it's just like yeah. veg out, dude. Yeah, yeah, veg out. Vegging out is good. Yeah, I've been watching in moderation. Yeah, in moderation. Yeah, it depends. It depends what's going on around you. You know, yeah. like don't don't flake on your responsibilities. But Definitely if you got not. nothing to do, vegging out is Veg fucking out, blissful. Uh, cool, man. A anything that we can promote for you? Yeah, so I got a show coming up August nineteenth in Long Beach as a Moon Song Gallery. It'll be my first solo show with them. Oh, cool! Congrats. Uh, so I'll be showing all the work that I'm talking about. Nineteenth, uh, the nineteenth in a couple weeks. So cool. y'all can pull up. Long yeah, Beach, yeah, Cambodia town. Uh, I'm going to be doing, uh, an all day opening is 12 to 12 to eight or nine. I haven't decided yet, but it'll be like, just come on down. I'll be there. Talk about the work, all new work. I haven't really been sharing a lot. So cool, man. Cool. Yeah. And, um, and then, uh, what's your Instagram? It's Joshy bear. J O S H Y B E H R. <laughs> Do you go by Joshy or did like, your, I mean, your I, don't, I don't really like, I'm not opposed to it, but mostly, most people call me Josh, but every now and then they'll be like, Joshy. I'm like, yeah, what's that? Well, no, it, it, I, I, the only reason it occurred to me to even ask is because it says, I, I know you as Josh, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, but Joshy is, is it, there's something to it that is, uh, is, is cute and cuddly. That's <laughs> yeah. more welcoming. Yeah. yeah. It takes, it takes a bit of the edge that it you does. have from growing up on these streets. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you so much for being on Thanks the show. Oh no, yeah, this is fun. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week with another guest and another topic that may or may not be art related. Uh, we'll see you then.